Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Unlucky Podcast. I'm your host, Onslaught, with your co-host, Tomathan. What is up, gamers? That I was honestly, I thought you were going to say like some random shit like that, like, but like that was actually different because last week yeah. I was like, man, that's not really different, but this week that's different. We yeah. also have our special guest of uh, today, Avid. How's it going? Yo, yo. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. Hungry, but you know. How's the new you single? Eat today? My new single? <laughs> the new uh, EP. No, I actually didn't eat anything. I was going to make food and then I procrastinated and then I thought, well, it's too late because I don't want to be late for this and keep you guys waiting. So I'll make food after. Fair enough. Uh, Avid is a good friend of ours and uh, an avid gamer, believe it or not. And uh, we're just going to be nice. talking about different <laughs> But different topics. Uh, I think we have a few, couple of different things. The only thing that I, I kind of regret is, in a sense, I regret, but I don't regret because I usually like to keep myself a day from editing this or a day for editing this. Um, but I regret it because GamesCon is happening right now, um, and I would love to like talk about topics that are going on there. So next week, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about GamesCon. We're going to be a little bit on, I guess, the late side, but it is what it is. I'm also kind of happy that some news came out right now that we'll be able to talk about because I feel like we're always prolonging some of the news that we're talking about. Uh, but I'm glad that that's come out. I don't really have much else to kind of intro this with, uh, so let's just jump into it right away. Uh, Mr. Avid, what do you what do you play? What do you like playing? What's what's your uh, what's your spectrum here? I kind of play everything. Um, I feel like honestly, though, as I'm getting older, which Sounds a little ridiculous ridiculous because I know I'm not like that old, but I do feel like the older I get, the less I want to compete. So a lot of like um, games like Valorant and just really competitive gaming stuff, I feel like I just don't want to put in the time and effort anymore to really grind those things out. So I kind of stopped that a little bit. Uh, so now it's mainly just just casual stuff like some GTA, uh, Diablo. Yeah. I, genu- I genuinely think that's like liberating in a sense. Because I felt the same way, like as as, I, as I've like stopped playing like League and like uh, some other like, competitive games. Is it just I don't feel like I need to be playing those games anymore. But now I open myself up to so many cool stories and game systems and different types of games in general. And there's so many other like cool experiences than just banging your head against the ranked wall every single day. <laughs> yeah, for and, sure. Like, and like you know, not not to like dig on those games because like those are cool, but it's like you just get to do so many more cool things when you like play other games yeah no they're great i think uh i think for me it's like i've been gaming i'm sure just like you guys like my whole life and uh i feel like uh my love for it is almost like going away because of the competitive stuff and i've i've gotten back into it because of me like playing things casually uh like i can't remember the last time i've sat down and played a game like you know like mario or even like a zelda game and like really just sat down and played it and enjoyed it for what it was and I feel like a lot of games now, everyone just wants to be the best in everything. And kind of the fun has gotten away a little bit for me. So it, it's been nice to honestly get away from the competitive stuff. I've been enjoying things a lot more now. And uh, you said you were playing a little bit of GTA. What else have you been playing? Uh, the Diablo betas. I'm, I couldn't be more excited for the, DT, uh, <laughs> the D2R. But I understand a lot of concern everyone has about D2R. And like it's getting mixed responses. People are hating it. Some people are loving it. Again, I, I do think that a lot, a lot of concern people are having is like with the ladder system and again, just like competing against other people. And I just, I'm not into it. So for me, like all everyone's concerns, like it doesn't bother me. Like I'm there 
I'm excited to just play a game that I grew up with and loved and like to relive that experience in, in HD. That's all it is for me. So I'm, I'm excited. You have been talking about it a lot. And I think last night you were just like, you're just staying up on the Reddit and just keeping up with all the news oh, and all man. the patch notes. And just... Yeah, I can't. I can't stop <laughs> looking up news. I can't stop. I, I've been reading up on it simply because there's been a lot of concerns that, that people are having. And because of all the all the noise, I guess people are making on, on Reddit and Twitter and their voices are actually being heard. And things are actually getting done. So now I feel like I need to keep up on it because Blizzard's actually responding. So it's interesting to see like what will be changed. I don't want to miss out on mm -hmm. it because I'm so hyped. So I just can't stop reading. That's good stuff. When is it? When is that set to release? Uh, next month, I think the 23rd. Okay. Well, I was I, my biggest thing about Diablo 2 was I never so I never played Diablo. Um, and like I never even played like uh, a bunch of like the older Blizzard games. But I saw like what happened with like Warcraft 3 and Warcraft 3 Reforged which right. was an utter like shit show like it's dog shit yeah and i bought it I, I, i'm sorry i'm <laughs> yeah, sorry thanks like i Thank i i looked into it and i was just like man this was this was so so bad like just one of the worst things ever um so i feel bad for you and anyone else who who bought into it um especially because uh what i understood at the time was the game itself was in a fine state like yeah like people wanted like a remaster of it but the state the there was a player base like people still mm -hmm. were playing warcraft 3 and were enjoying it um as old as the game as it was it was like over 20 years old um and they went in and, and fucked everything up and i was worried that they would do the same shit to diablo 2 that they would fuck it over and what from what it sounds like they've at least made uh, a good promise on keeping the game itself and just kind of like updating the visuals which is what people want right um, I think the main difference here is I, I know a lot of people have been saying that as well. Like, look what happened to Warcraft and even Starcraft. And, you know, those didn't do well. They tanked, especially Warcraft. But the huge difference here is that they like a whole different company are, are the guys who who did the D2R remaster. And they have a really good track record. Like uh, what they do. Um, I can't remember their name, but they did the Tony Hawk remakes, which were mm. incredible. Um I think they also did Spyro. I could be wrong. Um, I know they did a few other ones and they every one that they've touched has been gold. And so I don't know if they reached out to Blizzard or Blizzard reached out to them. I'm not too sure, but they're the ones handling it. And I think that's why it's been done so well. And I think they're keeping up with that track record. It's it, it's doing great. Awesome. The only the only thing that's a little concerning is I think Activision now has bought that company because of this. <laughs> oh um, no! And Activision, as soon as Activision Not touches again. anything, yeah. So I don't. Curse. We'll see what happens. But so far, so good in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. I didn't know that uh, there was one specific company that was doing all these different remasters for different companies. Yeah. That's kind of. Uh, that's kind of. I guess. It's a good, I don't know, I don't want to say it's a good niche because it's not really a niche, but it's a good thing to be like in that space because I feel like if you're doing a good at it, then a lot of companies will reach out to you for, for you to be able to do those things. So that's kind of cool. Um, Speaking of remasters, Skyrim. Now okay, you have wait, a reason stop. to play. No. <laughs> stop. Stop. Shut up. Okay, we'll now we'll you talk about them in a second. Stop. I'm interviewing Avid. Give me a second. <laughs> um my, so before we get into the new stuff with the, the, the remaster of skyrim i was going to ask avid I, I think two questions uh one what is the first game slash game console that you remember playing honestly probably nes to be honest i the think NES. yeah i think uh i'm trying to think what game specifically on the nes because there's a few so i don't know which one first but um 
I believe it was the first uh, Kirby game, which, which I remember the name of it, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. But, okay, the name. we'll, but anyway, go, we'll so go with the Kirby. Kirby, Kirby game. yeah, original Kirby, uh, Double Dragon, and uh, another game I can't remember. It was some like space like shooting thing, and it was pretty cool. But those those games I grew up with for NES. Okay. So, and uh, my next my next question was going to be in like the realm of like oldish games it could be a new game if you want as well for the love of god please don't tell me diablo but what is your favorite <laughs> game uh of all time like of all time of all time or like try to like go a little bit nostalgic but like just uh, kind Ma- of all time majora's mask zelda majora's mask okay 100 yeah, percent. I, I feel like i'm gonna get hate for this but i've never really played uh <laughs> the zelda games so honestly uh, man i would hate on it but i feel like i've heard this from a lot of people, especially your age or younger, and it drives me nuts. And it makes me feel like I'm so I'm much only older than four you. years younger I than know, you. I know, but it's actually a lot in gaming. It's a huge <laughs> amount. I feel like four years is is actually drastic when it comes to gaming because every single year a new game comes out. Or like especially four years. It's a whole new console. You know? So my my father didn't like me gaming, so I didn't really have consoles back in like I I remember having an N sixty four and like having a few games for that. But once I got a little bit older, it was just kinda like or not really older, it was just around like the same time i was playing the n64 he was just like fuck games that's rotting your brain and i was like i like them and he's like here's a ps2 but don't play it and i was like no honestly man like maybe i shouldn't have been so into them because i feel like it's like a semi-addiction honestly like with with video games oh i'm definitely addicted to video games but i mean it is what it is at the same time man like i really just did not enjoy school at all um a uh, little fact I think you already know, but um, like I dropped out of high school at like in like halfway through the 12th grade or maybe beginning of 12th grade. So um, my whole school experience, even from elementary to high school, like just was not great. Um, I didn't enjoy it. And it's not that I'm like dumb. I just it was so boring and I just couldn't my attention span just couldn't handle it. And mm. I feel like if it wasn't for gamings like or sorry, gamings games especially uh like zelda for example which is like nothing but text everywhere i feel like it helped me like read man like like <laughs> honestly i i didn't i never i don't read books you know um especially when i was younger i probably i could probably like name two books that i've ever fucking read so can i swear by the way i think i can no <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, it's not a pg right. it's not a pg <laughs> I, I know but i don't know if you wanted like yeah i swear a lot so i'll try to no, no you're it. fine you're fine uh it's it's but, i was kind of like kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit it's gonna sound really stupid but i remember i vividly remember as a kid learning my lefts and rights through a ps2 controller uh being like Man. okay r2 is right and l2 is <laughs> is left yeah. I, what? I, that's i vividly remember remember my rights and lefts through that uh that's how i remembered them <laughs> so i mean i kind of understand where you come from where you said like video games help you read and stuff like that mm-hmm. um I'd probably skip through all the dialogue when I used to play. Uh, but yeah, that's something that I definitely remember like learning through consoles. It's just like L2 left, R2 right. Um, but yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. I remember telling my sister to like use like L2 or like or, like L1 and stuff. And she would be like, which is that again? I'm like, L on the left. And she would be like... Hit the, and she did like the right trigger i'm like oh my god i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> that's so, so funny I, I i think i've already said this on the podcast on the podcast as well but like um as well i didn't know that the analog sticks were also buttons 
and uh, I used to play San Andreas, and there's a there's a, a mission where you have to honk to get like a hooker into your car or some shit like that, um, and it said like press R3 and I thought my game was just bugged and there because I didn't see any R3s on my controller so I couldn't hit the analogs like I didn't know to hit the analog sticks um I've also I've also stated that I didn't have any save cards so I had to play the game in one sitting or like leave it on and come back the next That's day madness man <laughs> hey listen when your father doesn't want you to play video games what are you supposed to do you know what I mean um but that's that was my questions. We can get into the remaster now, uh, Tommy. Uh, actually, last podcast when we were talking about it, and we kind of dove a little bit into like why I don't like playing old games and like uh, why I'm so hell bent of playing Divinity and stuff like that. We talked about Skyrim, and I guess like again, I, I'm not opposed to playing Skyrim. It's just uh, a game that I I feel like if I share my experience, people are just gonna shit on the way I play because it's like such an old game and like you're supposed to play it this certain way. I know some people won't judge me, but I know that other people will, and that I don't want to deal with that. Um, and I love streaming it, but as we got as we finished a podcast, and I think maybe the next day after, maybe on a Thursday, um, news came out that Skyrim Anniversary Edition was coming out uh, for their 10-year anniversary, which um, it's, it has a free next-gen upgrade, and then also it's going to be uh, <clears throat> it's going to have fishing added to it, which is interesting. I don't know if you want to go into it a little bit, Tommy. So it's not just fishing. That's just like the screenshot that they showed off. So essentially, they have what's called the Creation Club. Uh, I don't know if you know like what that is, but that's basically like their microtransaction shop. And what they've done, um, because mods were so prevalent on Skyrim, this is back when Bethesda was a really awesome company. Because uh, back uh, back in like 2013, 2014, modded Skyrim was like the coolest fucking thing um, next to modded Minecraft. Um, they were like, you know what? We're going to bring mods to console. Um, because people want to play mods and there's so many cool and interesting mods. So what they would do is if you were a modder, they would, uh, pay you for people who would use your mods. Um, some, or some, I think maybe they did like buffies. I'm, I'm not hundred percent on that, but they would go through a mod, uh, confirmation process and they would say like, okay, your mod works and doesn't break the game. And they would put that mod on the creation club in um, on console. So, and then they would start to sell some of those mods. So obviously, everyone on PC was like, "Fuck that! I'm still just gonna mod it on my own on PC." But it was at least a way for console players, um, especially like my dad, to really enjoy Skyrim again. Um, and he he loved loved it. He was blown away by some of the mods being like completely transforming. What they're doing in the 10th year anniversary is they are actually including, I think they said, 500 different Creation Club mods um, in mm. here, one of them being fishing, but there's going to be new spells, new weapons, new armors, new quests, new areas, like tons of different stuff. Is this stuff all free if you like buy the game? Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on what it is. There is uh, so basically, when you, if you buy the anniversary edition, you're going to get all of that as a bundle, yes. Um, but I, I know there's also like some sort of free upgrade if you already have like this special edition on console, um, or something like that, which is very cool for, for those players as well. See, something like this is probably something that I would like to play just because of the simple fact that like there's 500 extra mods and like 
nobody yeah. technically has played it yet. So like that, something like that to dive into would be great because like it's a new experience for anybody playing the game, right? Because yeah. sure, I'm sure people have played with mods or whatever, but all these different mods that they're adding, um, uh, they yeah. probably haven't played. So I'd like I'd be down to play that and try it out. And I think there is there is value in it being kind of this like customized built experience. The thing about modding, especially on PC, right, is like you. I mean, in my experience, in my friend's experience, you spend about six hours modding and you spend one hour playing. And then you're like, this is mm. cool. I'm going to go mod for six more hours. Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this will be cool. And then you test it out. You play for 30 minutes of your game and you go back and you're like, okay, let's find another cool mod. Um, uh, one really cool thing about this is because they're already built in, you're kind of just experiencing a new game. Right. And it's a full package and you just do that and you know the mods will work and you know everything well, should work. And uh, <laughs> Bethesda in 2021 has lost my trust, so I hope there will be no issues. But uh, let, let's pray that they are because they've been our, on the Creation Club already. Um, and then you just buy it and you play it, and it's like an advanced version of Skyrim with all the DLC and all the stuff. You also get, as far as I understand, the first two official DLCs, uh, or maybe all three, like built into it. Um, so you get the official DLCs from Bethesda and the Creation Club stuff. This is actually just a fuck ton of content to go through. Out of curiosity, two things out of curiosity. One, are you going to be able to turn off specific mods or like is it just like these 500 mods like you play with or without them, not no in between? I'm pretty sure you can choose which ones to turn on and off. Um, the way they worded okay. it was like you get access to these Creation Club mods, um, not they're built into the game. And the way Creation Club has always mm. worked which was you could turn on and turn off mods. So my assumption would be that you can just turn on and turn off at will. If if you're getting real pissed off at the fishing and you want to remove it, you can probably do that. <laughs> Get so, pissed like, at the yeah. fishing because you're stuck at it. Five hundred yeah, exactly. mods sounds like a ridiculous amount. Like I know nothing about Skyrim because I played that game for maybe an hour and was I couldn't have been more bored in my life. But um <laughs> so I don't know nothing about the mods, but no five hundred sounds like five hundred sounds like a lot. And I feel like uh, especially with my just limited I guess uh again experience with um uh, as well as like Minecraft mods. I feel like there's so many Minecraft mods, but a lot of them also have somewhat of the same stuff. Like there's a lot of duplicate things that are just like it's like a mod, uh just adding on a mod and a mod and a mod, right? Yes. Right? But yeah. So I feel like with five hundred mods, a lot of those are probably the same thing. I guarantee you four hundred of them are gonna be like alternate weapon skin, alternate uh right, alternate, okay. You know, t t very small. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, oh, we added this one dagger, right? Or something like that. And it's like or like we changed the lighting in this one area, right? Yeah, a hundred percent five hundred number is like inflated, right? But yeah. I, I can attest to my own modded capabilities and uh my and my friends that we would stay up and we'd I mean, my friend had like I think 1500 at some point like like Jesus just Christ. manually going yeah, through doing nuts. it on his own like it is insane um so my, my guess is they're just like hey we've pretty much approved uh 500 different creation club mods just give them give them all the mods and and just give them access to all of them and they can sort through them and yeah some of them will probably be super dinky and mean nothing and add like one crab in one area of the game or something, right? It's good, <laughs> right? And then the other one will be like huge new area with new NPCs, quests. You know what I mean? That'll it's, it'll vary like massively. A um, uh, question so. for you then: uh, Has there been a price tag slapped on this bad boy yet or not? I think it's going to be the full sixty again. 
Um, I'm, I, I, let me check on that, but it's probably going to be another series. That's a yikes for me, dog. Um, that's, that's Bethesda. I, I don't doubt it. Um, <laughs> but, uh. And hold on. But, these are mods that other people have created. So they're basically just yeah. saying like, here, pay us 60 bucks for everyone else's yep. work. Like what's happening yep. here? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, but if they're if they're paying those creators like i'm not i'm not they, like they, against it but yeah they didn't steal from those cre- they're not oh, stealing okay, the okay. mods they they supported those creators and then put that on the creation club now how well they supported them i won't speak to i don't know exactly how that worked maybe i don't think here's they, like, twenty dollars and yeah, honestly, right? i get like, all the review yeah, here's a shout out on but twitter I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll pay you an exposure. The good old, the good old Twitch meta. A little bit of a switch of game, but uh, same kind of topic. This this reminded me though. Um, the same sort of thing happened with uh, Binding of Isaac. If you guys know anything about that game at all, where I I know a little bit about it. Uh, and I think they just did it. Like I want to say just did, but like a couple of months ago, they re-released it with a bunch of mods. Is that what happened? No. So like a DLC or there was one. There was a mod that was uh, created that was really extensive. Like it was a, a huge amount of stuff in there, uh, like new levels, like a hundred something new items. It's like a whole new expansion that someone created. And uh, it was so well done that the the actual dev of the original game, which I believe was just one person or like two people. I think it's two. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were so blown away by it that they reached out to him and they gave him a position to make a whole DLC with them. And that's what just got released. Uh, which mm. is super cool. I, I really like companies that are doing that, but I feel like it's a lot easier for an indie. Com- well, not easier, but I feel like you see it more with indie companies. But of course, yeah, I, I feel like it needs to get done a lot more because there's a lot of creative people out there who deserve a shot. Yeah. Did you find a number, uh, Tommy? Um, they haven't released a number. No, they haven't said what it's going to be. Those first. sons of bitches. Um, it's probably going to be 90 it's, bucks. It's, it's probably going to be <laughs> like, my guess is it's probably just going to be 60 bucks, but you do next gen upgrades are free. Um, which is nice. Um, but current and future owners of the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition on any platform... Stop clicking while um, you're talking, you son of a bitch. <laughs> ...will receive access Stop to clicking! I can still hear you clicking! What? It's not that loud. It's not way so loud. Yes, it is! I can hear it in the edit. I'm <laughs> okay. putting this in, and I'm not gonna fucking edit any of your fucking clicks out of what <laughs> you're speaking. I'm, and I I'm swear hiding. to God, I hear it in the edit. <laughs> I'm highlighting the text as I read it. Okay, calm down. That's just what I do. Okay, like literally, uh, this says they will receive access to three free pieces of Creation Club content, fishing, survival mode, and even new quests. So the, it looks like there's going to be some f- stuff that are like free upgrades, but like if you're like going to get into Skyrim like fresh with this p- game, my guess is it's going to be 60 bucks. That's going to be my guess. Because for fuck's sake, like, yeah, there's a lot of new content here and you're getting all the DLC and everything. This is a 10-year fucking old game. If it sells for more than 60 year old dollars, I'll be pissed. <laughs> Especially because most of these fucking mods, probably about 50 of them, if not more, are going to be, f- like, bug fix mods. Okay? Like, <laughs> literally. They're going to be, like... Oh, make they, it they have those too? Make it- totally. Yeah, there's a... The, like, one of the biggest, if not the biggest mod on Skyrim was, like, a giant bug fix mod that would just fix a ton of shit. And like, oh wow, it's funny how I, I, I really am. I, I feel like I'm probably the minority here, but I feel like I'm so against this right now. Like, the more you speak about it, the more it like upsets me a little bit. I feel like this company is just banking off of other people's work, regardless if they're supporting <laughs> them or not. It's like, oh, our game is broken, but they fixed it, so we'll charge you 60 bucks to play it again. Yeah, like, that's, uh, that's yeah, that one's a little bit weird to me. <laughs> so annoying. No, it's, it's definitely not like 
the thing about it is it's always been like in the past right they were super supportive of the mod community they were outspokenly supportive of the mod community and then initially when the creation club came out everyone was like wow they're going to support these these people who make mods and give them more platform to make money and and give access to console players right that was the thought process back then but now we're, we're, we're 10 years in the future and it's like wow i really appreciate how much you fixed our game we're gonna re-release it with all that stuff in it <laughs> yeah. for everyone else and it's the it's yeah it's kind of like fuckers. unreal yeah all right well that that is skyrim and i will potentially look into it but i'm not entirely sure as of yet but i will look into it Something that I do want to like skim over very quickly because I feel like I, I want to talk about it very briefly because I think I think three weeks ago or four weeks ago we had a little bit of like not a lack of topics but a lack of topics so we kind of just like took one that we've heard in the community and kind of took that and like put oh actually wait before before we even go into that mm -hmm. I was gonna ask because I, I play I've watched a little bit of Skyrim playthrough and I've watched uh, Clint Stevens do you think uh, one of the mods is gonna be released with the Skyrim thing is just gonna be the big titty mod uh, or <laughs> will that not make it into the club so, creation of so the remember, ultimate edition <laughs> remember a lot of these mods were approved by Bethesda right so yeah so big titties or not I, I are they against big titties? It sounds like cancel cultural. Wow, well, so we can we can start a twit longer. <laughs> oh my god! Obviously, there's like no fucking like nude mods and shit, but there was definitely, I I think I remember like a character customizer mod that improved character customization <laughs> with big quotation marks. That oh, there's a bigger booby slider on it as well, like type thing, but um. I think like that's probably the extent of it. I, I don't think there's like very overt like make all characters NPCs boobs like fucking gigantic <laughs> hogs like you know what I mean like I don't think because I've think I've seen Clint even play and like he plays with some dumbass fuck I mean this again this these like videos are like fucking three years old or whatever but he plays with like some dumbass mods uh, which I thought was just funny as fuck to to, to yeah. bring up here if like if those are gonna be the mods that are gonna be accepted into this creation club thing. Uh, okay, but anyways, going back to to the topic that I was just talking about. Um, so yeah, so we didn't have any topics to talk about in that podcast, so we brought in the OnlyFans topic, and then we like I felt like it was like we had to do updates on this OnlyFans like uh, like fiasco. Um, and I hope to God, like I hope to God, no more like news strikes in like the coming weeks, so I could just drop this topic. But we have to talk about it now. I feel like I have to do the service of talking about it. Last week we talked about. Um, OnlyFans basically saying, hey, we're going to make uh, OFTV and we're going to be like uh, just a very uh, brand safe app on the App Store and like do different things on this App Store. And I swear to you guys, like we stopped the podcast and like a couple of hours afterwards or maybe like the day afterwards, OnlyFans was like, hey, by the way, we're moving all pornography from our website. And like I was just like, dude. I, d I haven't even edited the podcast yet, but I know the information that we're saying in this podcast is completely irrelevant to people listening right now. And that was like so frustrating to just listen to us talk and like know that that was like just part of like a bigger plan that they had in mind. So I'm going to mention it here and hopefully nothing comes up. But basically OnlyFans was just, um, I think last Friday, uh, again, we're recording this on a Wednesday, 25th of August. Um, but last Friday they were just like, hey, uh, we're going to be removing all porn-related uh, porn stuff off of our website. It wasn't nudity, but it was just porn-related stuff. So if you took pictures of, like, 
like I don't know your titties or whatever your cock and balls and like you posted those those were fine but straight up porn where like people were like either masturbating uh, and then like also having sex um, those were not okay and those are going to be removed on October 1st sorry, sorry is, to cut is, you off I, but yeah am I not saying that correctly you are but the, the problem is if you actually read what they put out it was really vague so no one really knew like exactly what was kind of getting censored what they meant yeah because like one of the words was um uh like like uh, i can't remember I, I don't think it was aggressive but it was something like a like aggressive uh or explicit content or whatever but like what determines that you know yeah like i don't know the, the very vague wording there was a lot of like a backlash on that and i've also i, I watched a, a small little video <clears throat> tiktok uh that <laughs> that like some guy likes to go into like the terms of service of things and apparently that some of the terms of service of OnlyFans says that like you're not allowed to post any like nudity and stuff like that <laughs> but like it's a platform revolving around that so they, they take no like credibility on like or like i guess um I how would you say that what was the fucking word for that accountability. Uh, like account accountability that's the one uh for like for like you posting nude stuff they're like it's not us um so that's kind of weird but anyways there's a lot of like vague shit that was coming out saying like oh we're banning all pornography blah 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 and a bunch of like rumors started coming out being like oh it's not only fans fault it's because credit card companies are going to stop um like accepting it and uh like mastercard is stopping like purchases of this stuff blah 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 and a bunch of different like news and rumors were coming out and just kind of like I mean, just false news at that point. And a lot of creators were kind of disheartened and also, like, feel like they were jaded by by uh, by OnlyFans because just come out of left field being like, hey, you know this thing that we've been doing for, like, a year and a half now? Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. Uh, we're going we're gonna to jump ship because of these big creators coming to our platform and how much money there's more in these spaces. Um, we have a lot more social media influencers that want to come onto the space or whatever. Um, and we're very like pornographic. We're going to hop out of this. And a lot of creators were just like, wow, this like I, I in a sense, in a small sense. And this might be um, this might seem very rude uh, or I guess. um I don't know how to word this, but basically I might seem like an asshole here, but like the, those people saw what a platform, trusting a platform does to them. If you don't uh, like, I guess, outsource your content, you get fucked. For example, like if you don't outsource of Twitch and Twitch just bans you, you're fucked. Um, like that's kind of like how it is. The platform doesn't care about their creators. And that's how I, how I view it. But what came out today was that uh, OnlyFans heard a bunch of backlash, obviously, a bunch of people just being like, you guys are fucking stupid, and why are you guys doing this? Um, so they came out and were just like, um, we're going to be suspending the fact that like we're going to stop porn. Uh, but like, it's not saying, hey, we're not going to do it. It's just basically like, oh, it's not going to be October 1st. We're suspending it. So like, you can figure out your shit a little bit more. Like, we, we give you more than a month to figure out your shit. That's basically, that's how I, I read the tweet. They just came out with a tweet saying, hey, um, we're suspending it uh, on October 1st. You'll like still be able to do your shit or whatever. That's how I read the tweet. And I feel like a lot of people are just like, yeah, we won the fight. Like, OnlyFans isn't going to um, remove pornogra pornography. Oh my God, I can't say that word. But that's not the reality of it. The reality of it. It's more so like, yeah, it's still gonna happen, just at a later date. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't know if you if you want to chime in, Avid. I don't think so. I, I I understand what you're saying because I thought the same thing when I read it. But considering how fast they backpedaled, I don't think there's any plans now to continue with what they were originally gonna do. The funny thing about the tweet 
is that they stated thank you to everyone for making your voices heard as if they weren't expecting that to already happen this is this is like imagine (laughs) imagine signing up to play fucking baseball but then you get there and they're like you're not playing baseball anymore you're playing soccer you you just have a bunch of soccer balls on the field it's like what the fuck did i just sign up for you know (laughs) it's it's pretty stupid and and then to think that nobody would care about that is mind-blowing to me they're dumb i don't know it's 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 perfect it's purposely ignorant like there's no other way like there's no way they don't know that this is their audience this is their base this like there's no way and 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 to like think otherwise is like there's no way they don't know right so like they they made a decision at the top and they there's no way they didn't realize it um they must have just had a change of heart or a change of decision because they were like wait a minute we're gonna fuck over our entire company if we i don't this, right? i don't even think they thought like that i think they looked at their numbers and realized holy shit that's a lot of people that are leaving already we better do something quick and <laughs> this is like, their response there's, there's no way they don't realize that this is their reputation and this is their base like, I, I think mean, they're screwed i, 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 I think it's over so for them. diluted they have to be they have to be so far diluted that they literally don't go online like that's what it would be like like people make songs about it like everyone knows what only fans is right everyone to, to think that it's like actually just this fun creator space it, it is such a delusion it's insane to me it, it blows i mean up. like like i had said i think it's just at yeah. this point it's just like i, I think their their reputation and like seeing how they handled the situation and how they fucked over the creators i think i don't think a lot of creators are gonna be like like for example let's say uh, someone today was just like oh i want to start doing nude content or pornographic pr- pr- pornographic content that's the word um <laughs> if i want to start doing that where do I go? The first one that comes up to mind is not going to be OnlyFans at this point. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, oh yeah, I could go to OnlyFans. Oh, but I don't want to because of how they treated their their creators. So like, I don't think that's going to be something that I think I don't necessarily think they they're done. But it's definitely they're definitely going to be losing a lot of revenue this year. What's interesting to me is that like they must know that with their success, there was there's been so many other companies now just literally following suit. They're doing the exact same thing. And why would you make this kind of decision and this move to anger people knowing that you have so much competition right now that that's blowing up? Like there's sites like I think um, like Fan House is one of them. I think there's another one like Fansly or some shit. I don't know. Don't pretend like you don't know them. I don't know. Okay, dude. I I don't know if Fansly is actually... I truly don't know if Fansly is one. I read it somewhere. I don't know. Fan House... I, I've seen uh, people advertising it, but I don't know if it's the. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing. I haven't looked into these things to know like what the difference is. Well, but so let me actually let me actually offer a unique perspective here because I am currently working for someone who who did OnlyFans content, right? Um, and essentially, they like the way I see it, right? Is they got completely fucking shafted out of nowhere, right? And then now they're trying to come back. Uh, they feel like they legitimately have to stay on OnlyFans because they're afraid of leaving to go to another platform in the same way of like Twitch fucked you over, but you don't want to go to Mixer, right? Or when Mixer was a thing, right? It's like Twitch fucked you over, but you don't want to go to YouTube. So uh, they feel like they want to stay on OnlyFans for now, but then also kind of have a split between the other options. So what I'm literally doing right now um, is going and checking out what the other options are um seeing what kind of partnerships and deals they have over there like it is 
and he calls this work. Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the point I'm trying to make is like whether or not I know there's a lot of people out there like that this genuinely think like sex work is bad or like this shouldn't be a thing um, and like don't feel remorse for these people or whatever. Um, like it or not, like imagine in the blink of an eye losing your entire income. Right. Or just being like, just being like, hey, like you're not going to be able to work your job anymore. Ever, and like all those people are fucked instantly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And then to come back and say, like, we heard you. We listened like they weren't <laughs> the people that built that platform, literally, because it has a reputation built on that. So it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's such a fuck you that it's like how, you know, where do you go to do your work that's safe? Right. Well, that, I, to, okay. And, now and now you're saying, making me sound like it's, it's safe for work and not NSFW, <laughs> but I understand what you mean. Well, you know, okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like safe from predatory companies that are going to fuck you over. Like that. that's the, if I'm not mistaken, Tommy, you, you had mentioned that, um, like only fans was built by a guy that was trying to help porn stars, like diversify their content. Correct. Yes. The whole thing was, by porn <laughs> and then even, even if you ignore that, like, it was a hundred percent like it, it's just common sense. It has a reputation for having porn on it because it was built by porn stars. All this is literally it's just it's just greed. It just comes down to greed. They've made yeah. so much money and they wanted to somehow advertise like get advertisers and whatever. Like they wanted more marketing on it, and like or I think no, I think the main problem was uh, credit card companies, right? I think they wanted well, easier well, easier payments. A, a rumor was like easier payments of credit card companies but when you're making two uh, what was it they, they made last i said it last time on the podcast i don't remember exactly but they made like 20 oh, billion dollars or 20 billion dollars yeah. or something yeah, that's like what i'm that. saying so exactly. they, they didn't like, need to do any of this yeah exactly like i like i don't i don't think like when you're making that much money i think you guys are fine um so like or maybe 2.2 i don't remember exactly how much uh tommy you can look it up if you want click click your keyboard um but i was going to, to just to mention as well like I think, like, overnight, there's no way they saw all those people being like, what the fuck is happening? Why the fuck are you doing this? And overnight, they were just like, oh, yeah, we're going to stop our plan to go ahead and go mainstream and kind of, like, uh, adopt, like, a a new platform. I think they're just going to be like, okay, how can we do this in a, again, I put this in quotation marks, in a proper manner? Uh, I think at the end of the day, you'll see in, like, six months or maybe three months, like, whatever it may be for them to rethink their strategy, you're going to see them go ahead and change that to be straight up uh, just like, we're going back to just doing non-pornographic content. That's what it's going to be like. That's my personal opinion. It's This suspension of like October 1st is just down the line. It's just going to be like, we're removing it. It's just going to be later down the line. We're gonna just going to plan ourselves a little bit better. That's what it's going to be. They, they've had this plan in for like January for sure when they had OFTV for sure, for sure. Yeah, they've already fucked it. Like they've already screwed the pooch. Like they 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 can't go back on it now. Like if anything, they're saving face, and this is a PR move. Mm-hmm. It, like yeah. that that's how I see it. I see like um, from like a creator's perspective. Like if if I was you know I, you know I am someone who uh, you know has a, a you know a creator account on OnlyFans. Go to the mail. Okay, relax. The way you the way <laughs> the way you talk like this sometimes <laughs> it makes it sound so <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid. No, no. Um, you know what I'm saying, but like, uh, if I was a creator on OnlyFans, I I would understand like staying on OnlyFans right now, for the reason of like, that's where all my income has been forever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think 
now is now is the time more than ever to shop now is the time more than ever to look out see what other people are using see what other people are offering see what other systems look like and, and what the best places to do it and there's going to be a real i mean I just looked it up right now. OnlyFans has uh, reported recently um, about 150 million users, 1.5 million creators, and they paid out more than uh, $5 billion. Well, that's paid out $5 billion. So, they, like, they, they, they still have revenue. Yeah, they still have revenue going into to their, to their uh, Which pockets. is crazy. Like, if they're yeah. paying $5 billion, uh, just, like, the amount of money they've profited is probably, like, three times that, if, more, if not more something ridiculous so yeah what a greedy move i i, I <laughs> yeah, just i can't wrap screen. my head around people like that it's yeah. nuts it's so nuts. it's just great man but uh, anyway yeah i I, th- I hope uh you know things can settle down for sex workers the only thing that i have for the saving grace for sex workers is that usually the people that pay for your content are people that will follow you anywhere because they like your content or whatever. So for example, people that want to switch off of Twitch to go to YouTube, the majority of their viewership at times, like you're not going to have that like that massive um, that massive growth on YouTube as you have it on Twitch because people don't just want to switch over for one person. But when it comes down to this type of content, I feel like it's different. Uh, and I feel like that's their only saving grace to like, again i don't want to say like they're oh they're they're gonna make the same amount of money but i feel like it's still gonna be over like 50 60 percent again i i can't speak for numbers but i feel like that's definitely what it's like of from like my experience from knowing the space of like twitch and like gaming um and like how retention works you know what i mean yeah no i completely agree i think when you think about like kind of like the market of content that is like porn compared to like gaming like in gaming, you have like hundreds of thousands of people, for example, like streaming League of Legends. If mm-hmm. you find if you don't if you don't like your League of Legends streamer, what do you do? You probably just watch another one, right? Or like you probably watch another gaming streamer, right? Or you probably watch whatever, right? Um, because porn is so free and accessible and just pretty much everywhere nowadays. Uh, if you are paying on OnlyFans to watch and or talk to someone for pornographic content, you are more than likely going to go somewhere else to continue to do that same thing rather than switch to some other uh porn star at least that would be my understanding like i I think people are definitely more committed to that person than say most people are to their favorite streamer on twitch right well like you said as well like um and you also mentioned it last last episode is like one of your friends was talking to these girls just was paying to talk to these girls right and like if that's the case they're going to switch just to talk to that person as well. Like if, if that content creator was reaching out to those people that are subscribing and kind of having like a direct connection and I, I, me personally, I still think it's parasocial relationship type shit. But if you are going out and like reaching out to pay to talk to these people, I feel like you'll just do that on another platform as well because you like that person for who they are. And that's like, well, that's how I, I think of retention when I know what I've dealt with in the past. Um, but I think that's pretty much that sums up OnlyFans, yeah. Uh, big, big no-no, stupid company, and uh, hopefully people find yeah. find uh, their place somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. For cool. Sure, Fantastic. Moving on to some of the somebody else getting fucked. Uh, Twitch. <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm good. These treasures are fantastic. Uh, Doctor Disrespect. Oh, 
and I, we can't really talk about this a lot, but Dr. Disrespect um, knows why Twitch banned him, and they're going to be, uh, he's going to be suing Twitch, um, or I guess he is suing Twitch. He mentioned on one of his live streams that um, he knew why he got banned now, and the reason why he hasn't talked about it is because he's suing, and if he talks about it, then obviously, um, some probably some some bad things will happen or whatever. I don't fucking understand the court system. But basically, he can't talk about it until uh, the court is settled, which, for me personally, the only fucking thing I... I whatever it may be, I, I feel like um, I, I can't really say justice for, for Dr. Disrespect because I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, but whenever the court settles, I think that's when it will come out what has happened or whatever maybe during maybe the, while the court is like happening that's when it's going to come out and that's for me the biggest thing i want to figure out why the fuck doctor disrespect was um was banned off of twitch and i feel like maybe it's going to do small ripples uh, on the twitch community but i'm not entirely sure like what are your guys' thoughts on that i have so, do you have do you yeah. anything on that the thing with me like Again, this is coming out of just straight ignorance because I don't know anything about lawyers, court system, nothing. But from someone who knows nothing and looking into this thing, I really feel like every time I hear people in legal, like taking legal action and then saying like, oh, we, I can't talk about it um, until, you know, it's, it's finished. It just seems to me like they they can talk about it. They don't want to because their lawyers are telling, like advising them not to to speak about it and that just seems like a way that if you say something that doesn't fit your lawyer's narrative right or so like that they, they, you, yeah. they can't like switch things up because you said this now now they can't like you know twist some words twist things here there and that that to me seems i don't know it's a little off-putting because i feel like if he knows the reason and if it's so bad that like he can sue and all this shit why can't you just say it you know like i, I get that mindset yeah but i don't know um I do want to know as well, so I, I am curious too. So we'll see what happens. I think I guess. The, the side ending that I actually expect happening is why. Well, a lot of a lot of times, why I see what happening is when big legal cases like this happen, is it there'll be a, a fuck ton of commotion about the case itself, and like when it actually happens, that people will be talking about it like crazy, and we will never ever know what happened, and he will come back to Twitch or something like that. That is what I think what will happen. I, I don't. I don't think so. I can't see that happening. Because there's a lot of cases, they're not allowed to talk about what happened in the case. That that happens all the time. Sure, but you always know what happens in the court. Like you, you might not know what's happening during the case, but like I think courts, court is just public record. You could always find out what sure. happened in that court. I'm pretty sure. And even if like some things that happen in court are like redacted or confidential, um, I think they only have like. Again, I'm talking about this, and I don't know anything about legal stuff. So if I'm incorrect about this, by God, I don't want to hear like seven seven tweets on my timeline being like, "Hey, you don't know anything about legal stuff." I know, but I'm pretty sure usually when things are blanked out or confidential in court, it's only for a set time of period. It's not like forever. It's just like, oh, it's going to be like secret for 20 years or some shit like that. Which I would like. That's like murder cases or some shit. Like, sure, so like sure. somebody does. If somebody like comes out and says, "Yes, I was here and I know I saw him murder people," blah blah blah. That's how to protect that specific person. In this case, I don't see who they would they would protect except for Twitch. So I don't see that type of stuff going and like being put uh, sure. like or a uh, kind of a uh, muzzle being put onto this that's, um, that's my personal opinion i could see it being just like swept under the rug if he didn't win and stayed on youtube or whatever but if he yeah, actually well, I, the problem the problem here though is i think even if he won he won't want to be back on twitch probably not so i don't that's know funny, it's yeah. a little odd but i i 
I feel like he might be. Maybe I don't know. I feel like with today's society and shit and the way Twitter works is that he's already addressed it. If he didn't state the reason now after all this is done, he'd get so much hate on on Twitter and like it would just blow up. And I, I feel like he has to now. So people are gonna I be don't... asking to the end of time. I don't know if you guys know um, the story behind this, but you guys know Phantom Lord? Do you guys know this at all? Yeah. That name sounds really familiar. A little bit? Okay. Uh, Phantom Lord used to be a CSGO uh, streamer and content creator, and uh, basically he came out... When, when the whole gambling thing came, uh, like came to fruition, he came out with this gambling uh, website as well. I don't think he said like this was like, hey, this is my website. I don't remember exactly the, 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 the um, logistics behind it uh, or the details, but he was he didn't say like hey this is my website but then like leaked dms of him saying like percent percent what's my percentage uh to win off of his website to his dev um came out and like a bunch of shit show came out and or there was also rumors about him um subscriber botting because every five minutes somebody would just randomly subscribe with prime just random like completely random but it's always it was always on a timer so like there was rumors of him like um like using stolen credit cards or whatever anyways so he he went on a legal suit with twitch for i want to say like three years and news recently came out i want to say a couple months ago came out of like how that all played out uh for me i didn't really personally care so i didn't keep up with it but i know that that came out and it took three years but it did come out so i'm hoping to fucking god it doesn't take three years for dr disrespect story to come out but i think at the end of the day it's still going to come out um so that's going to be yeah. something interesting to 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 look into, uh, to keep our eyes, um, our our eyes peeled on that one. I think something. W- I, I guess going into the Doctor Disrespect thing and just kind of like going off a game that he plays a lot. I just want to mention this really really quickly. Um, Call of Duty Warzone is. We talked about this for like the last three four podcasts as well. Like the cheaters and stuff. They're finally coming out with an anti cheat with their new update that's called uh, Vanguard. Um, the anti-cheat is going to be across PC, I believe. I don't think the console is going to get this because it's a little bit harder to to cheat on console. Um, which honestly, they have they have aim assist already, so they're already cheating. Um, True. <laughs> True and real. But uh, but yeah, they're coming out with an anti-cheat with um, the update that's called the Vanguard. I don't know when that update is dropping particularly, um, but that's also when they're handing over the um, the dev side of things to, I believe, Sledgehammer, um, because of uh, like that's just that's just how it's been, I think. So they I think Modern Warfare is just gonna be like, hey, Sledgehammer, it's your time to make updates, and I think a new map is coming out too. I think a new map is coming out, which would be fantastic because uh, the the map that came out recently was just a reskin of the map of the current of the old map, which was fucking stupid. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't get into that too too much. But yeah, uh, uh, an anti cheat is coming to uh, Warzone. My opinion on it is too little, too late. You've you've already fucked it. Like you, this anti cheat should have been here two years ago, um, if not fucking a year ago, if not six months ago. And now that all your content creators are just like, I'm fucking not dealing with this. Apex is where it's at. I'm out. Peace out. They're just like, anti-cheat though? Uh, so personally, <laughs> I think it's fucking stupid. And I and I don't think it's going to it's gonna save them in, in any regard. Um, but any thoughts, opinions on, on this on this topic? Unless, it, unless it's like giga better than like what they do for Valorant, which I fucking doubt. Um, I don't think it's going... Because here's the thing. How good is the anti-cheat actually going to be? 
Like that's that yeah. that's the question because like I yeah, genuinely believe that like it won't be very good. And <laughs> they slap it, easy like, anti cheat on there and they're like, hey, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's Vanguard update and it just loads up easy anti cheat and everyone's just like, Fuck, just, look, it's, it's just the, the, the shittiest anti cheat. The thing I don't yeah. understand uh, is like it's like this news just just got released right about them doing this anti cheat thing. Yeah, last um, week. How long has this been in development? Because like you said, like how good can this anti-cheat really be? What are they doing? Like just they're going to look at the the current, I guess, hacks that are out there right now and be like, oh, we can stop this one. Another one's just going to get made. The Vanguard uh, update, which is when I think they, they, they also give like the mantle over to the next company is November 5th. Uh, so they have a little bit of time. But at the same time, that's two months like from from to talking right now, two months that con- Content creators are already jumping off. Tim is not like not playing it as much. Nick Merckx is not playing it. Symphony's not playing it. XYZ. There's a bunch of content creators that are not playing it anymore um, already. And we're talking about two months still from now. So maybe two months and a little bit, actually. Two months and a half from right now. There's no content creator. There, there might be whenever this anti-cheat drops, there might be content creators that are going to be like, okay, let's go see what's up and like let's see what this new update's about. But at the end of the day, if it's still the same shit, they're just going to be like, I don't want to play this. Like, I, I'm over this Warzone kick and they're not going to play it. I think it's going to be too little too late. I think if... <laughs> I don't believe it's it's going to be... Call- Done Call of well, Duty fans. But... That's that's the problem. It's the Call of Duty yeah. fans, right? It's like it's like I would agree with you if it was like any other fucking game, but like FIFA fans and Madden fans and the fucking Call of Duty fans, and they're gonna come back to it because they're like, oh, it's Call of Duty. It's the best game ever made. Maybe people have wisened up by now, but like I, I, like, I just think I just think if the anti cheat is done correctly, it actually, uh, even though it's two months out, I feel like it'll still be okay. And the reason why I think that is because as soon as this like new big update drops in November, like you said, I'm sure they're probably going to pay someone to stream it. And as soon probably. as that, as soon as that happens, everyone's going to be like, oh, this update just happened. I forgot about it. Let's give it a that shot. Now. So and maybe Apex is old news by then. You know what I mean? Maybe, right. maybe Apex, people, people are getting tired of Apex by then. Who knows? But if this anti-cheat also doesn't really solve anything, <laughs> then the same thing is going to happen. It's just going to take a little bit longer. That's all. It'll give them an extra it's- boost for a few months or something. It, dig, it digs them deeper in the grave is all it does actually i think like if oh, it's not yeah good, probably yeah it just makes I, it worse i see two outcomes from it one it's a really good anti-cheat but it's kernel level so like it just looks at everything on your <laughs> yeah. pc and I people hope. are going to be fucking pissed about it and yeah. like there's going to be a bunch of twitter news being like why do you got to look at my, all my files blah 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 and like personally i i like i said uh with with valorant earlier or not earlier but like in an earlier podcast is if it's done properly and if there's a global kernel like level fucking anti-cheat that just like that takes like valorant call of duty apex and like is all tied into this one like app sure i don't care for that but if you start making your own independent kernel level fucking shit like here there and whatever that's when i start like getting a little bit of a problem with it it's just like i don't want 16 fucking apps running on my pc when i started up just for you to see what's on my pc have one central one and like go from there that's that's not my take as well and like the that's my take as well. The second thing I see happening is their anti-cheat just not being fucking good at all and just people being like, okay, that, that did fucking nothing. Like, there's still a bunch of hackers. Because it'd be such a fucking good meme if easy anti-cheat was just introduced, which is one of the easiest anti-cheats to go around. And it'd just be like, yeah, here dude, you go. It would be this. such a slap in the face. That can't be it, No way. I refuse I, to believe I, I need to cut you off right here because uh, I know we there's another small topic we were going to talk about. I just saw this on Twitter. Now, 
this isn't very big. I wasn't even done with Call of Duty. (laughs) But listen, this is big. This is big. Okay. Uh, Okay. I'm I'm listening. Hamlins and and Daquan are joining RNG and making a content house. They're coming back. So they left. They left TSM completely. Yes. Interesting. I don't know if anybody knows anything about. First of all, this is big news for me and you, but I don't think yeah. anybody else. Let's listen to the podcast. That's breaking news. I don't think anybody cares. Uh, Daquan and <laughs> Daquan and uh, Hamlin's were content creators that were part of a uh, streaming house for TSM with Myth. Uh, with I'm saying that is kind of sounding weird, uh, but they. We're all in the same thing. I mean, Myth blew up obviously a little bit more than uh, than the, the rest, uh, but they've been gone for quite a little bit, and now they're coming back and doing kind of a, a, a I guess, a streamer house, which also um, opens up the the like the realm of possibly OPSCT. I don't know if you remember him. Uh, he yeah. recently came back as well, which I don't know if he's going to be part of that because I remember he was really good friends with Hamlin's and um, and Daquan. But um, if that if that drops, I mean, that'll be interesting. If you if you don't know Hamlin's or Daquan, just a just a quick like backstory on like who they are. Like obviously, like you said, they they were part of that. They were big. The they were part of the big Fortnite blow up uh, when it first became like a battle royale and like Myth and Ninja and like all those people were blowing up. Um, so they they were really part of that, and then they just vanished. Like yeah, they did, no one they no one know what no one knew what happened for the longest time. Some people said that, that there was some. Uh, mental issues maybe some personal issues not like they were crazy but like they were just dealing with stuff um and and they were having a rough time but um hamlin's especially like vanished people just didn't know what was going on people thought they actually might have like gotten hurt they didn't know they were just gone for months and months uh years now um and then all of a sudden there was some rumors about a hamlin's and daquan announcement and then an hour ago nrg posts saying tomorrow at 1 p.m um, NRG is Thuman and uh, has a picture Thuman. of both uh, Daquan and Hamlin's. Um, it's already going very viral on Twitter currently. Which makes me think OPSCC will be part of this of this streaming house because he just came back, which he's been gone for two years as well, uh, which I, I, I this is somebody that, that I helped as well when he was a streamer. One of the nicest guys ever. He was so friendly. Uh, yeah. One of the best, like, genuinely nice to me like he would check up on me just because like he just wanted to check up on me and stuff like that uh wanted to make conversation with me the ni- one of the nicest people i've ever had to deal with um at, at stream elements fantastic guy uh, so when he disappeared off the face of the earth i was like i was like what the fuck happened to this guy uh but he just literally he tweeted out just uh, the eyes emoji and he got like twenty five thousand likes on twitter <laughs> and i was like what the fuck uh, so i'm 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 happy to see him come back um, warranted. I don't know if it was a breaking news type moment, but it is what it is. Um, I appreciate you looking through Twitter. You guys are gonna <laughs> hate me, but I don't even know these guys to be honest. <laughs> it's it's all right. I don't expect a lot of people to because they were like they were doing Fortnite stuff and they were part of like this content house. And again, it was two years ago, so like uh, it's it's been it's been some time. Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's the, been, almost maybe no two years, two years, two years. The the last I thing I was gonna mention regarding. Uh, Call of Duty was the only thing is just like I feel like as well when this drops there's going to be a new Call of Duty dropping as, at the same time um, there's going to be like a new I don't know fucking Modern Warfare or Black Ops whatever it may be uh, and that's that's also probably going to kill a little bit of its momentum but maybe not maybe it's going to actually help its momentum um, it's it's I guess we'll wait and see what happens uh, w- with that one um, so that's 
that. And then uh, I think we're getting a little bit into an hour long. So I'm just going to mention this real quick. Uh, Hassan Abi, which, uh, by the way, I think I got his name wrong last time. Uh, I thought his last name was Abi, but his last name is Piker. Hassan Piker, I believe. Um, he got into a little bit of flack because he's like a socialist on Twitch and like he's like super like, uh, like hey, give back to the people type type guy. Uh, and he's very political on his streams. That's what he streams. He streams political stuff and news. Um, and uh, he bought a house in California in in the in the hills. I'll put that in quotation marks, which is like worth two point seven million dollars or something. And a bunch of people were just like, "You're," <laughs> which we're. I think we're all on the same page. Of like this is fucking stupid. But people were just like, <laughs> "You you claim yourself as being a socialist, but like you you'd bought like this gigantic house instead of like giving money back to the people or whatever." Um, here's my, th- I, actually, before my take on it, I don't know if you guys want to mention anything, uh, Avid, yesterday you were, you seemed pretty heated when I brought up the topic that you want, you did want to mention something. Uh, do you have anything that you want to mention? I don't remember exactly, uh, oh, and you know, I got heated at Keemstar's response. Oh. That's a, <laughs> what a fucking idiot that guy is. Um. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because Keem, he was saying, like, uh, you should be giving all, you should sell the house and give all your money away. Shut the fuck up, man. And like, the, the, I honestly don't know if he's trolling when he says some stupid shit like that, but I feel like, um, me, I personally don't give a shit. Like the guy makes money. Good for him. Spend the fucking money how you want to spend it. I, at the same time, I do understand why people would be a little upset if they feel like he's giving this, um, he, you know, puts off this persona of giving back to the community and all this shit and then doesn't do anything. I can see why they'd be mad. Um, at the same time, who knows what he does and doesn't fucking do. Like, just because he yeah. bought just because he bought a house with his money doesn't mean that he doesn't do, any, like, any other work for the community or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Listen, like, according to Twitter, like, socialism is when no iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, you can't buy good things for yourself and be socialist. You can't participate in a society and want it to better change. <laughs> like, it's so it's 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 so beyond reason that, I, like, it, to me, if anyone is honestly looking at the situation and, and, and saying to themselves that, oh, how can he have rich things because he's a socialist? It's like, well, then you just don't understand socialism, right? If you think socialism boils down to you should just be giving money to everyone and everyone should have equal wealth, congrats. That's communism. But like, uh, <laughs> like, like, it's not what he's advocating for. At the end of the day, I don't want to get like super political on like definitions and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like just because someone is advocating for socialism and has things doesn't mean that you can't incorporate socialism and try to create a better society i think it's dumb to look at something like that and just be so absolute with with uh the the theory i guess what another thing that like kind (laughs) of makes me laugh a little bit is if the if some of the people that are like really freaking out are people who have given him money and supported him if they're the ones who are getting mad, why the fuck aren't they just giving their money to charities and shit instead of giving it to him? Why are you focused on him giving the money away that you're giving? Like, you're the reason why he has the fucking money, but if you wanted to give it to other people, just fucking do it yourself. Well, should, I don't know, should be, dude. You should be real pissed at all of his subs. You should be real pissed at all of his subs, man. Why are they giving him any money at all? Right? Yeah. Like, it's like, and, and it's not like he hides on. it either. He's, I think he's one of the streamers who, have, who has always shown his sub count. <laughs> 
He said, you can see my income on the screen at all times. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. Yeah, people... This topic annoys me, man. This is this type of shit on Twitter that, like, I see this this shit on Twitter and I, I just read it and I get mad at myself when I read it because I'm like, <laughs> I'm reading it knowing that these people are going to piss me off. Why am I reading this? So yeah. here's the thing for me is just like if it's the same people like subbing or giving money and then getting angry, you're fucking stupid. If it's like just random people, I just don't think they understand this space. The guy, I, personally, I don't think he's done anything wrong. I like he he's bought a nice house for himself and like whatever he does behind closed doors, he doesn't need to say like, hey, last year I gave a hundred thousand dollars away. He doesn't need to say that shit. And he said like he he has given to charities, and I believe I, I might be wrong here. But I believe he said he's given to charities, but he feels like when he gives to charities, he he doesn't know where that money goes or where that money's doing. So mm -hmm. he doesn't feel like it's as fulfilling as like doing other things. I'm pretty sure that's him that said that, um, which, again, I completely agree with yeah, him. That makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> so like it's it's as well, like people think of like two point seven million dollars. Oh, my God, that's a, a crazy amount. Like blah, blah, blah. But like he lives in California. That's not that fucking crazy to think about that he that he paid two point seven million dollars. Like the cheapest house he probably would have gotten was like probably five hundred thousand dollars. And it was probably like four walls in like a shitty neighborhood where you probably get I, shot. I refuse like, to believe he could find a place for five hundred K. Yeah, like five hundred thousand here will get you like a six hundred square foot condo. So yeah, like, like there's but no what way. I'm saying is like it'd probably be like like a fucking cabin and like in a, yeah. in a random lot like like in a parking lot or some shit. So like seeing like him go into the like, again I'm put this in, in quotation mark in the hills and just get a house. Sure, that's probably just because he like instead of having a million dollar house or one point five million dollar house that would be like in the shittiest neighborhood ever. He was just like if I put a little bit more money into it, I can have like a decent house in Cali. And then other people were putting the argument of like, oh, why don't you just take your money and go to fucking Utah and live in Utah or some shit? And like, why would you uproot your life for just to make other people feel good about how you're spending your money? I thought it was a senseless fucking argument. I thought people were being so fucking stupid when, when uh, like, in this regard. And personally, um, Hassan could do whatever the fuck he wants with the money and still advocate for socialism. Um, yep. The biggest thing here is like, he's like, tax the fucking rich, like, like you're looking at somebody that bought a 2.7 million dollar house when somebody has like one point oh what is it 190 billion dollars like you're not you don't understand perspective like you're you're talking about like for example Hassan that's given 50% of his income to taxes to the government and then but he only makes like millions of dollars like uh, let's say for example he makes fucking two million dollars a year he only makes that m amount of money when you're looking at jeff bezos that makes 190 billion dollars and has paid zero in taxes like you're not you're not putting your mindset in the right place at that point that's my personal opinion you're just fucking stupid um i think this happens a lot when um when people start to talk about like large numbers um, I think a lot of times people start to be like, oh, what's a million? What's a billion? What's a trillion? Like, they're just big numbers, right? Um, and I like to put it in reference of, like, I would say most people that I know, if I went to them and said, I can give you $50,000, that would drastically change their life in, yeah, in, absolutely. in, in a multitude of ways, right? Like $50,000. So we can all agree that, like, $50,000 is a decent amount of money, like a, a large sum of money, right? So when you look at a million dollars which is 20, 20 of those, right? You're like, that's a lot of fucking money, right? Like that's a really large amount of money. And then you do $1 billion. $1 billion is literally a thousand millions. <laughs> like, like, like that is insane. 
Like you already I, I, thought. I feel a like people don't crazy, like. Right? And then I feel like people don't have their perspective for sure. And then now you have a hundred and ninety of those. Like, do you understand <laughs> the amount? Like, it is, it, it is, it is such a large number that is, it is not comprehensible. Billion is not close to a million. It is actually, it is literally a thousand times larger. Like, it, it is so much bigger. It's hard to comprehend. The thing that's pretty funny that, in my perspective as well, is like Hassan streams on Twitch. And, like, what they do is, like, have Twitch Prime and they subscribe to this guy. <laughs> like, they also, like, donate <laughs> to this guy. And his boss is making so much more money. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to go after this employee type shit. And it's, it's just it's just fucking stupid. I, I, under, I understand that for streamers like him, he's partnered. So it's not 50-50. But let's just use the 50-50 because I think a, I think majority of Twitch who is fucking, uh, sure. you know, affiliated or whatever, the 50-50 split. So you're giving... You're giving money to this guy, complaining about the money he fucking has and what he's doing with it. But literally, yeah, like you said, his boss is getting half of what the fuck he's making. Or sorry, the same amount. He's getting the same amount as what that guy's making times the rest of the site. Like, <laughs> uh, people piss me off, dude. It's such a stupid <laughs> thing to argue about. L luckily, Twitch is embracing communism and sharing all of their revenue with their creators. Thank you, Twitch. Wow. <laughs> Equal share with everyone. That's how it works. Wow. To kind Fantastic. of to kind of like finish this a little bit is um, I also saw a, uh, a a quick little TikTok as well that mentioned like relatively to like the the, the wealth of the world. If you have a million dollars or under or like even like a couple million, you're still poor relatively to the rest of the world because somebody has one 190 billion dollars elon musk has like 180 billion dollars uh, and then you have zuckerberg and like um fucking bill gates that have like 50 billion dollars relative to the rest of the world anybody that has less than like a couple million dollars is poor like you need to realize that so taxing the people above you like when are you ever going to need 100 uh, 190 billion dollars like you can like do so much with that but anyways uh not yeah. to get too much in i, I don't want to get more i, I thought it was fucking this, crazy but it's it's yeah. fucking crazy that they they <laughs> would they would do this it's to hassan it makes no sense personally this is this is how i feel personally you can do whatever the fuck you want with your money. Um, you can advocate for socialism as long as you're not like fucking doing absolute obscene shit with it. Um, and like Hassan is has did nothing wrong. I think he did like a he he made a little bit of a uh, like a, a meme tweet about it when like when it when it came out that he got uh, this this house. By the way, this house looks very beautiful. It's a very nice house. Um, but again, I, I think it's fucking stupid. If if anybody's gonna be angry about it. Um, I think that's pretty much all of our topics that sums us up. We're roughly at an hour and ten minutes. Uh, that's 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 a lot of time usually for our podcast. Anything else you guys want to mention before we go? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Any shout-outs you want to do, Avid? Not really. Shout-out to <laughs> me, Ma. <laughs> no? No, I'm good. You're not going to show this to your mother? It'll be like, Mom, listen to this podcast. I was on it. No? No, right, she's listened to me for 30 years. I don't think she wants another hour of it. So, <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, all right, so that's going to be wrapping up the podcast. I did want to mention at the beginning of the podcast, but I guess I'll mention at the end of the podcast. Last week, I uploaded the podcast kind of late, a little bit at the late evening, and I didn't tweet about it at all. But I noticed that two people have already uh, listened to it by the time I actually like promoted it. So that means either two things. One, somebody subscribes to our podcast on uh, on Spotify or any other platform. If you do, please, for the love of God, um, if you guys don't already, please, for the love of God, you can subscribe or uh, put this in quotation marks. Ring that bell uh, so you guys get notified whenever we actually post podcasts. Or um, 
here comes the other thing is somebody that I don't know listens to the podcast or two people that uh, that I don't know listen to the podcast, which is kind of interesting and kind of like neat that like we got it again. This is two people. It's not like it's not nothing major, but I think it's interesting or like cool to see that somebody has found us randomly and just listens to us and they're not like really part of like our uh, friend group. So if you're out there, hey, I appreciate you. Um, and whoever listened to the podcast before I even tweeted it out last, uh, last week, reach out if that was you, cause that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool if you listen to it on a Friday night. Like, I don't know. I just, it'd, be, it'd just be cool to know about it, you know? Uh, but other than that, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you guys listening to the entire podcast. If you guys made it this far deep, thank you Avid for coming onto the podcast. I appreciate you. No problem. Um, and uh, Tommy, you know what? You've been here. It's it, thanks, man. I appreciate it's been it. A, a time, time has passed. <laughs> it's it's it, yeah. time has time has definitely passed. Uh, but if you guys uh, want to find all of our social media, you can find us at theunluckypodcast.com. You'll find mine and Tommy's personal uh, twitters, twitches, whatever it may be. You'll also find our official stuff on there as well. Avid, I don't know if you want to shout out your Twitter or your Twitch. Um, I have it on both. So there you it. go. That's the that's literally it. It's I the letter, not the uh, not the eye socket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys so much for hanging out. I love you guys, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.